Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Dollar. Welcome to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about all things to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how is it going? I'm good. I'm excited to talk about all the things to do with film. <laughs> this week is lighting. <laughs> Who's your best, best boy? Oh, it has to be Greg. <laughs> There's definitely a best boy called Greg. They're all called Greg. What? You you did a film course. I did. What, what's a best boy? A best boy is he works underneath the gaffer. And the gaffer is a manager at a soccer team, is it not? No, the gaffer. From what I know, <laughs> he manages the stockroom of equipment and equipment movement and transport. Wow! And back to you in the studio. This is our weekly movie news. There's also a best boy for electric. No way! Yeah, there's two, two different best boys. You would think there would be only one. So, <laughs> I mean, it's in the name. He's the best boy. He's the best boy. There's only one best man and at a could, wedding. Could a woman be a best boy? A woman could be a best boy, mm. but there's no best woman role no. because all women are the best. <laughs> And with that, <laughs> we get into this week's show. Um, Excellent start. Uh, yes. So normally um, it's a very just, it's a news week where some things happen, some things don't happen. But this last week. week we had Bird the Birds of Prayer review. Yes. So we missed one or two major things that came out that week. Because we devoted an entire episode <laughs> To the hottest film of the month. Instead of splitting 50-50 with news and reviews, we just went full reviews. So that means we've got two weeks chock full of news here to talk about. Let's pack it all in, in about the same time as a regular episode. And generally just talk about things as they've already bypassed the general public and they do not care anymore. You largely know more than us. (laughs) But let's go again. (laughs) (laughs) But we're starting off this week with a new story, Sean, that I really thought would annoy you. And that makes me flaff. Why have you done this because sometimes I start off with something I know you're like you like yeah so that, so, so that I don't feel tricked by the whole podcast scenario whereas now I kind of just want to trick you into this because our first story is Roland Emmerich has said 
he has another idea for an Independence Day tree. <laughs> okay. One of my... I, I, you I, said the worst movie ever. The, the One of the only movies I've ever turned off. Mm. Me and my dad were watching it, and we turned it off at the first ad break. Yes. Because it's just an awful mess. Independence Day 2 resurgence. The first Independence Day, by and large, is fine. It's very of its time. Yes. But, I mean, it's just grand. I, I feel like it got this weird cult following because of the meme of Welcome to Earth. Yeah, and it has Will Smith, 90s Will Smith, who is the coolest man on the planet. Yeah, and who he's still trying to channel to this day. Yes, he's on Vine. That's why Gemini Man was made. <laughs> He's a TikTok star. Absolutely. He used to be a YouTube vlogger, now he's a TikTok Look, star. to be fair to Will, I think he's a cool dude. Yeah, but you don't have to be cool all the time, Maybe just chill out. Do a ser- do another seven pounds. Oh. Do a pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Do a hitch. <laughs> They're all on the same level of emotion. But to have, like, Independence Day 2, Ron Lemerick famously wanted Will Smith to do it. Yes. And he wrote it with Will Smith in mind. And then Will said... Big Willie said, what are we, some, some sort of suicide squad? And then he went to the suicide squad. And, and which ended well for him. Yes, <laughs> he really, really broke the box office with that. <laughs> it's like that time he turned down the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> but Will's it, made some choices. <laughs> do you think Roland Emmerich is going to tailor this to Will Smith again, in hopes that he'll come back? For, even though his character is canonically dead. <laughs> <laughs> they can't bring him back. I know that from the first 15 minutes of two. Yeah, so his son is in the second one. Yeah. Not Will Smith's son. No, not Jade. But the character's the, son. Yeah, I can't... We don't have to say that every single time he has a son in the movie. No. Not Jade. Well, Jaden is also an actor and businessman. He's been in After Earth. He's been in... Will is really mean in After Earth. This is not about Independence Day 3, but he's really mean. Look, Independence Day 3 is the least interesting part yes. of this story. So, Independence Day 3... How, do you, you can't remember how number two finished. I did. I never didn't saw the end. Well, I the remember end, how it started. Yes, they were in the White House. Well, and everyone the was end, like, I went to the cinema to see Independence Day too. I'm so sorry. I paid money to watch that show. How much do you think? Oh man, way less than I paid for Birds of Prey. Go back to review that. Oh. I was robbed. But yeah, pick a number, add ten to it. <laughs> that's what I paid. Right. So I went to see Independence Day too. It ends with instead of them going like they defeat the aliens. Of course. Spoilers. Um, and then they're like, now is the time that we take the fight to, to them. them. And so it's implied... And the camera pans up to space. Yes. It's implied that... You haven't seen it, but you know what's going on. It's implied that they are then getting on spaceships to go to the alien's planet that keeps trying to take them over to kill them all. To just finish the job. Finish... (laughs) They're standing on their throats and then they pulled out a machete. Isn't this the plot of Predators? Yes. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. I didn't say Roland was original. <laughs> no, Roland is the last great screenwriter in Hollywood. Of we know course. this. That sounds like the most by-the-book ending that a movie could have. Yes. Well, I'm glad they did it. I think, I think that's the best way to do it. If you get invaded twice, though... It's to be like, fuck it. Fool me one shame on me kind of situation. Fool me twice... I'm coming to your fucking planet to kill everyone. I like how it's fooled me once, shame on me. (laughs) You should be ashamed if you get fooled. (laughs) No tolerance for foolery in here. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Roald Emmerich has come out and said that he has a few ideas. He says he even has a great idea for a sequel to number two. Could it be any better than number two already is? If I last 20 minutes watching it, then perhaps. 
I'm, I think, you know what, I, actually, I think um, Disney bought this franchise when they bought Fox. Oh. I think Fox is owns Independence Day. I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. But how will that make it a good movie just because Disney has it? Um, well, I think that Disney are rebooting everything at the minute. They wouldn't remake Independence Day, I think they? remake Independence Day. I will allow it on one condition. Go on. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, that's good. Yeah, man. He wasn't... No. Is Michael B. Jordan the, the now type version of, like, the Will Smith? He's cooler, He does have I the charisma. Say. He has the charisma. Everyone likes him. How many him. people in Hollywood at the minute have that 90s Will Smith charisma? It's certainly Will Smith. <laughs> from the ni- from Gemini Man. From Gemini Man. The yeah. de-aged Will Smith. Martin from Lawrence from Bad Boys 3. <laughs> There's two people. I don't know. Like I want to say some of the like Avengers cast, but I don't know how much... Because like, Chris Hemsworth kind of has his own charisma. Yeah, I It's think, not Will Smith energy. No, it's a different energy. But yeah, I would say they do have charisma, yeah. Yeah, they're on the same level of just like, oh, they can do pretty much anything. Hemsworth, Michael B. Jordan. Pratt um, had it for a while. Pratt has a bit of a... No, but I think Will always came across a bit more serious than Pratt. I, in a in, weird way. In, so that like, he was still an actor's actor. He was cool, but he was like... Okay. He, he was like still serious yeah whereas Pratt can be the butt of the joke I don't think Will Smith was ever the butt of the joke at any Independence Day I don't think so no one had the, no one had the courage <laughs> no, he was too cool who could it be I don't know Chris Evans Chris Evans <laughs> to be fair bring Chris back <laughs> yeah even if he doesn't want to be there just bring him into Independence Day 3 <laughs> actually I would watch I that I would watch that I can't even it. argue but yeah I just wanted to bring this up because I mean Will Smith's absence was definitely felt in the second one and now they've killed him off how could he still somehow be alive for the third one cloning technology cloning technology time travel he's the leader of the alien planet that would be a twist and a half they replicated their greatest warrior oh my that's what they'll do that has to be it because if there's any excuse to get Will Smith back they will yeah, they, so they'll turn up to the alien planet mm-hmm. and they'll be like gooding them all down. It'll be really cool. Yeah. Um, and then you have that moment where they look around and the leader is like a clone of Will Smith. But young. But young Gemini, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. It was a Gemini Man too. It was all a camera test for <laughs> Independence Day 3. <laughs> that movie lost so much money. It really did. <laughs> It really, really did. I think it was like on a budget of a hundred million. It lost like I think no, it was eighty million it. budget. And it, I think it only made out twenty. This is a nothing movie. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, okay, Independence Day three. We're looking forward to it. disaster movies. Best take ever. Oh, everyone loves them. Everyone loves guaranteed them. moneymaker. Definitely not a nineties take. Where's Geostorm? Where's twenty twelve? The last all right one. That was actually okay. Yeah, but John was, Cusack, man. Yeah, no, that's the only good one I think. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Tornado. The day after tomorrow. <laughs> day after tomorrow. Yeah. Tornado. All that has is the cow. Yeah, and I think it's called Twister. See. <laughs> 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 to be fair, <laughs> Tornado isn't even called Tornado. Not, no. It's called Twister. It's called Twister. That's where they get it. It was called Tornado in Ireland. Was it? <laughs> I Probably not. I would believe it. What was the one about the volcano? Might have been called Volcano. I think it was called Volcano. Yeah. Or Lava, or Eruption, or... Could have been Eruption. <laughs> so it was like through the streets of LA. No, it was Tommy called Lee Volcano. Jones. Was it called Volcano? Yeah, definitely called Volcano. Fucking hell. There's so many bad ones. <laughs> Volcano's amazing sure. if it's called that. <laughs> you clearly love it. 
Um, no, disaster movies are awful. Uh, okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and we have a bit of we have a lot of Chris Pratt news this week. Oh. He's well, back we, in the news in a big way. Well, he's do he's currently going around, giving a few interviews, and this is the same interview they asked him two different questions. So we've got two back to back news stories, and our first one is that Chris Pratt won't deny or confirm that Thor is a Guardians of the Galaxy tree, ah. fueling rumors that he could be part of the Asgardians of the Galaxy. I mean, like uh, I full on thought that's what they were setting up. So did I. Because, like, the last time we see Thor, he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, and he says, the Asgardians of the Galaxy. I watched Endgame again last week. Did you? Yeah, for the three hours, sat there. Fucking I, hell. I hadn't watched it since. I and watched it once in the cinema. Yeah, I'm just, I haven't rewatched it yet. Yeah, because it's obviously, it's still three hours. It's a slog. It is a slog <laughs> to get through. But I sat there and watched it, and that end scene is still just as good. Yeah. And just the two of them just standing beside each other, and Chris Pratt's like, we'll go over there, and he's got like a really deep yes. voice. No, no, we, we all know who's in charge. Oh, yeah, of course, we know who's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just looking Yes, at we do. <laughs> That's so perfectly it's so acted. good. Because the two of them bounce off each other so well. Because there's the silence. There's like a 55 seconds silence between them like, yeah. we know who's in charge and then <laughs> yeah. it just he's like moving the map and like, like Tor looks to the left and look, and it's just com- comedic timing of two very funny people yeah two people who are just naturally funny yeah so uh, I think like oh, you would be mad not to put them in a movie together because Thor Ragnarok was what you know it was one of the most praised and fan loved Marvel movies mm. and Guardians has always been that and they've both been they were both out there in concept. Also, you got Taika Waititi and James Gunn working together. But here's the main issue. Also, he's on the press tour for his animated movie Onward, mm. which also has Tom Holland on it. Timothy Holland. Pa- apparently, it's good. Really? Yeah, apparently, it's pretty good. I have to give it a go. Um, it's got Chris Pratt and Timothy Holland. That's a, that's an all star <laughs> cast. Comedy Netherlands. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think. Yeah, so he's talking about in terms of Thor being in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but here's the one issue, is that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out after Thor 4. Love and Thunder. Yes. Oh. So you would actually have to have a scene in Thor 4. Now it comes out after it, but is there... Is it set is after? Is it set then? Yeah. Is the question. It would be interesting to see if, like, if... So Thor, so just get this in my head. Thor four comes out before Guardians three. Yeah, but at the minute Thor is with the Guardians in this fucking weird yeah. made up canon world. Well, it will be interesting then because that gives you an excuse if you want to go back to ripped Thor, mm. that you can have him like that in Love and Thunder, and then in Guardians three we see how that happened to him. Okay, if that makes so sense. So it's like a, it's like a not a prequel, but like, no, but yeah, but like it, it takes place. Out of con- not out of continuity, but out of the timeline a little bit. Now they could even do something as small as like Doctor Strange in Tor Three, in literally like Tor Four starts and it's just him leaving the ship with the Guardians or him still in the ship with the Guardians and he just leaves. Yeah, and goes back to Asgard. Very possible. Like, I, it's but actually no, he's not going back to Asgard now. He leaves Asgard completely. He leaves new Asgard. Yeah, he leaves with T- Tessa Thompson at the end of probably a good uh, call. Endgame. She's way stronger than him. <laughs> he just leaves her. Like. I- I don't know. Love and Thunder is... It's got to deal with its own stuff in terms of your... your we have a slight theory that there's going to be a bunch of Thors. Yes. Because Natalie Portman is in it and Christian Bale is in it. Yeah. And you think he's going to be Beta Ray Bill? I'd like him to be, but there's other rumours that he's just playing 
a regular character. A villain. Yeah. Who hates lighting men <laughs> and best boys. Indeed. But <laughs> now, if he was better, I'd be like, fucking love it. Everyone tune into Hero Zero this Friday, just putting it out there. Oh, right. But I, I, I think... Uh, it, it, Love and Thunder is going to deal with it in an interesting way because Thor still doesn't quite know what he wants to be. Right. So yeah, he's still kind of lost because now he doesn't even have a home. Like he's lost everyone he loves. Yeah, because he uh, his whole arc uh, in Ragnarok was like learning. He he thought he was meant to learn how to be a leader mm. or how to be ruler of Asgard, and he did that and he failed. And then he realised, no, I'd want to learn what I want to do. I don't want to be a leader. But also, this is coming off the back of Endgame. Yeah. Where this is five years later and he's gone through that depression for five years. Yeah, you don't just snap back from that. No, so he's with the Guardians, but he's still the big Lebowski Thor. Yeah. He's unfit Thor. He's unfit Thor. Or unworthy. Well, actually, no, he's not, because he's still worthy. He's still worthy, he's still worthy, yeah. That scene also still holds up. Rewatched it? Oh, fucking unreal. <laughs> so good. I watched that clip on YouTube. Yeah. It's, it's just his face lights up. He's, I'm still worthy. It's, and then he flashes away. It means yes. so much. Yeah. He, um, I don't know. I, th- I think it would make a lot of money. It would be a very enjoyable film if he was in Guardians 3. I don't think it's going to make or break either movie, whether Thor's with the Guardians or not. Do you think, though, that Thor being in the Guardians would, like... Not stifle the Guardians, but the Guardians, um, they're kind of, I don't know, their fun comes from the fact that they're all idiots, mm-hmm. and they're not all the best, whereas if you have Thor to fight, then there's no chance that the Guardians could ever lose, because they have That's true, Thor. the Guardians are a ragtag team. Yeah, they're just a, they're a raccoon and a tree and Chris Pratt. And I, you don't want it to turn into the Thor show featuring the Guardians. Yes, because if, like, if it's Guardians of the Galaxy Tree. Yeah, it can't be centre stage. It could start off as simple as... You see, you know, Thor 4 starts and you just see the Guardians like ditching them on the planet and the Benatar flying away. Yeah. <laughs> it could be that. Like. I think it could literally be that, like a Doctor Strange 30 second cameo. Yeah. You just are in for one scene, get in on the shoot day, get them all in, do that one scene, get away. Yeah, exactly. There'll probably be shooting around similar times. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, and that is still to do with Chris Pratt. Now. Oh, good. Um, but Chris, the second thing he's talked about is a bit more controversial than the first one. Oh, no. We don't so, deal with controversy Well, here, not really controversial, but, like, it, the quote that this headline prevails that he said is not great. Okay. Jurassic World 3 will be the franchise's Avengers Endgame, says Chris Pratt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought we were dealing with much more controversial things. <laughs> Some would say Jurassic World was the end game of the Some would say it should Park. have ended a long time ago. Some would say I didn't see Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> but Are you some? Yeah. Yeah, okay. What? Like, how, how do you escalate it? At the end of Fallen Kingdom, the dinosaurs are free. In the world? Yeah. Like the actual human world? Uh, there's clones. There's a clone girl in number two. What? Yeah. This film's batshit, it's, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So is... The, what, oh, what if three is... It's actually a Jurassic World and it's... Jurassic World. It, like, it's properly... Planet of the Apes Jurassic World. Yes. Literally, like, humans are, like, in these tiny little communities. Fuck. They have to hide from dinosaurs. I will watch the shit out of Jeff that movie. Goldblum just being weird. Oh, my God. He would... No, what if it's, like, maybe 20 years on? 
See, Chris, you can't do because Chris Pratt's in it with Bryce Dallas Howard. Age him up. Age- <laughs> the two would have looked fabulous for her age. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I want Jeff Goldblum to be like dead in this and revered <laughs> as some kind, of, some kind of deity. Okay, that's the only reason I'm accepting that. If you're accepting the deity level for Jeff, no, yeah, and like, but everyone he has these followers that talk like him. <laughs> you never know really where they're coming from. Yeah. Are they being serious? <laughs> yeah, is that, are they into this role or not? <laughs> So, according to Jurassic World 3 star Chris Pratt, the upcoming movie is going to be a lot like Avengers Endgame, saying that everybody from the old Jurassic Park movies and the Jurassic World movies will be returning in a big collective group setting. Yeah, so you you got Dr. Alan Grant. Yes. You've got Laura Dern, who's coming back, signed on. I mean, already it's a good movie in that case. You got, are the two kids coming back? (laughs) Uh, I hope not, but yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Because they would just be grown adults at this point. Yeah. Um, and they hate dinosaurs. Hate so much. <laughs> Their whole childhood was ruined Pure by trauma. Pure trauma. And then the kids from Jurassic World, the first Jurassic World. Oh, the ki- Iron Man Tree kid. Yeah. Yeah, and his brother. Back. And his brother, just the other guy. Yeah, they could show up. They could show up in a big ball and roll around. They're probably in their 20s now, are they? Um, were they eating in that one? No, the Watcher was eating. The lady looking after them. Yeah, yeah. That she didn't deserve that either. But there's apparently like a load of deleted seeds that make her look like a dickhead. Oh, really? The whole thing, like she's a bit mean. But they, they cut all those scenes. So every scene we see her in, she's just a woman doing her job. She's looking after the kids. Exactly, yeah. Like she's She was not hired to be a childminder, but she's just doing what she's told. And she just gets the most brutal death of all. Yeah. She gets like thrown into the air and eaten by a pterodactyl or something. She, no, she gets picked up by the pterodactyl, carried, and the claws are like digging into them. Yeah. Then she gets dropped into the water to drown her. Then yeah. she's half drowned. Then she gets big, uh, the big fucking dinosaur fish thing comes up and eats her. Like, it, she didn't deserve it. <laughs> no, she's just a woman doing her job. That's, oh man, this movie, that movie, I forgot most of that. Yeah, no, it's not great. But Jeff Goldblum is back, Laura Dern is back. Um, Sam Neill is back. Sam Neill, that was his right. Name. Okay, like I'll be. That's what he means by the end game stuff, and that it's everyone coming together. Yes, not that it's a world-ending threat. Maybe it could be time travel, world-ending threat. Maybe. Time travel back to the dinosaur to time, the Jurassic oh? era. Jurassic era, and Chris Pratt is walking yeah, around. What if, like, what if there's? I don't know. At the end of it, it's just like maybe now it's a. Cretaceous world <laughs> and that's when like that's when you get the Cretaceous area dinosaurs <laughs> yeah that'll put buttons in seats <laughs> it'll really sell some tickets which would you prefer a regular T-Rex or a Pterodon oh I don't know what a Pterodon is it's like a Pterodactyl but different oh is it yeah how do you know so much about dinosaurs you used to be really into dinosaurs really I kind of forget which eras are which but I think the Stegosaurus is the Cretaceous era I, I know the Power Ranger dinosaurs the, oh, the Dinosaurs the Dinosaurs that's, that's, a, that's the extent of my knowledge and how they all combine combine into some sort of Megazord Mega, mega Dinosaur Mega Dinosaur there's a isn't it weird, right? <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no. no, go in on it. Go in on it. Here's the thing. Yeah. All right, this is not to do with any movie news. Doesn't matter. But the first Power Ranger series yeah. had them being dinosaurs. Yeah. Their powers were dinosaurs. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin. But then there's like a season, 20 seasons down the road. Yeah. Where it's Dino Force. Yeah. Which is a completely different set of dinosaurs. 
What's up with that? Different set of Rangers. Yeah, but what's up with that, Sean? Because <laughs> there's... Con- Answer me this! There's concurrently different teams of Rangers with different forms. You got Jungle Storm. Jungle Storm? Yeah. I've never heard of Jungle Storm. There's the Ninja ones. Ninja Fury? Are they not all ninjas? A little bit. A fair point. A fair point. Well made. But I think the Megazord can do karate in that one. Crane kicks? <laughs> Robot I'd, crane I'd kicks. I'd watch a Megazord crane kick a fucking monster. There's... What else is there? There's Voltron. That's a different series. That's a different series altogether. I'd wager it's better. Oh! For Voltron to Power Rangers. I am a Power Rangers boy. Mighty ah. Morphin was my, my life. Really? When, oh, when I was a kid, like, that was that was the jab. Did you play Power Rangers as a kid? Uh, obviously. Yeah, oh, which you, one were you? Uh, I was always the red one. Oh, the leader. Obviously. Oh. <laughs> I was also the red one. <laughs> There's only room for one. Actually, there wasn't. Tommy and Jason. They yeah. were both red at the same time. You know what I mean? Fair point. Thank Elizabeth you. Banks was great we're in Power Rangers. We're going to move on. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the worst tangent we've ever got on. That's fair. But also, send us your Power Ranger thoughts. Oh, please do. What's your favourite season? Yeah. Who do you... Do you like Ivan Ooze? <laughs> Who would win the fight? Ivan Ooze or Jeff Goldblum? <clears throat> Jeff is immune to all diseases, though. That's true. So he would be untouched by Ooze. Untouched by Ooze. Uh, he's beyond, he would be untouched by Ooze. And I, I wager Jeff Goldwyn could do a good crane kick. I think Jeff Goldwyn could crane kick without using his legs. Yeah, he's got some kind of energy Tai Chi going. <laughs> and, and, Jurassic World 3. If Jeff Goldblum doesn't karate cra- kick a dinosaur with his energy beam... It's a failed move. What are we doing here, lads? What, what we- has all this been about? Nothing. It's been about nothing. So, um, yeah. I mean, Jurassic World 3... Bringing everyone back. Does anyone care? Could, I, what could you do to make this series good? The Planet of the Apes? I, that's, I would be interested in that. I don't think we've had a film in modern times with humans, not just dinosaurs in a park running rampant, mm. like humans hiding from dinosaurs and being afraid, you know? Like, and I know that never happened in history. That's not a... The, the, the humans weren't around then. What? What? But, sorry, what? No, what? what? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it'd be fucking interesting, okay? I think it would be fairly... You could make a pretty good horror movie out of that. Yeah. But I don't think they'll go full horror, because you got to get that PG-30 $1.3 billion. That's fair, but do, like, make Castaway, but with dinosaurs. Right. So Tom Hanks. No. Bring Tom back. Maybe. If, Maybe. if Tom Hanks came into any franchise. It's a guaranteed moneymaker. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed the first Jurassic World. Yeah, I think it's 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 fun. It came out in the summer and it yeah. was a good watch. <laughs> it's a good popcorn flick. It really is. Um okay, we're moving on to our next piece of news. Disney. Didney? Didney, as you always say. I, it's, it's a habit. Didney. You've Pavlovsed me into doing that. Aladdin. No. Is getting a sequel. Okay. Confirmed. Is it going to be Aladdin 2, Prince of Thieves? What is Aladdin 2, Prince of Thieves? You meet Aladdin's dad, and he's a real prick. Is he the Prince of the Thieves? Oh no, thieves? Aladdin 2 is Return of Jafar, isn't it? <laughs> because Jafar is a genie, and a genie can't kill anyone, and he needs a master so he can do stuff. I have no idea what you're talking about, I've never seen Aladdin 2. Okay, well, Aladdin 2 is the return of Jafar. Okay. Aladdin's a, you told me it was the rise of the thieves of the I think that's Aladdin, of the Apes. I think that's Aladdin 3. There's not 
three lads. There's de- one went directed video. Two of them had to go directed a video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Much like Lion King two <laughs> and three. <laughs> Your favorite Lion King? I, the one I've seen. Yes. <laughs> the uh, but uh, yeah, it's just Jafar as a genie, and he's much like Aladdin's dad, being a real prick. Right. Uh, but he he's like, oh, Genie can't kill anyone. And then he says the most fucked up thing in any children's movie ever. Go on. And he says, but you'd be surprised what you can live through. What? So he's what? just going to torture people for eternity. What? Yeah. Because the parrot, <laughs> Iago? John Oliver. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> he, he was a traitor for Jafar, but then he turned good. And he's so he inside man. Yeah, he lets everyone know that Jafar is back as a genie now. A parrot would be a very bad in- undercover agent. They would what? just be repeating constantly that they're undercover. No, I do, but, 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 but... Go on. It's a cartoon and oh, the parrot can just talk. Oh, well, this isn't a cartoon, though. That's true. I, I haven't seen Aladdin. Can John Oliver just talk? Like, have he, can he have a conversation? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe then, no. <laughs> maybe then that's... Why would they cast John Oliver if he couldn't talk? <laughs> No, like can he? No, because the, in the in the animated one, yeah, the parrot will be like he'll be having jokes and like holding a conversation. Yeah, but, but is like, John what? Oliver just saying shit he's heard? But my point is, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> they brought John Oliver in and just like stand in front of that mic, say nothing because the parrot doesn't talk. It's no, <laughs> I know he fucking talks. <laughs> no, um, but I think. There's no word yet that if Guy Ritchie will return to direct this. Right. Do people care about this? But the first one did make over a billion dollars. That's the thing, I think. I think it will just make money. I think a lot of people like this movie. And from what I hear, it's very good. It's definitely the best of the reboots. Live action remakes. Yeah, yeah. It's way better than Lion King, anyway. And way better than what Bambi is going to be. Oh, God, don't bring Bambi back up. But once Pinocchio comes out... Then we'll all be shown that you can really do live action. It really is a small world after all. (laughs) (laughs) Guys and dogs. (laughs) Look... This will make money. I don't think it's going to make as much as the first Aladdin. Mm. Um, they, have an, they have a real opportunity here, though, to just tell a new story with this world. Yes. Like, they don't have to do Return of Jafar. But I think you should shot-for-shot shot remake all sequels. Really? All movies you've already done. Even the I sequels? The, even the Lion King. Just keep remaking shot-for-shot. Shot. two and a half. Put no effort in. Yeah. Just watch the first movie. Remake a movie we sure. don't need. There's your storyboards. <laughs> They're already there. Already wonderfully drawn. <laughs> Almost like to the point where we don't need to do this again. Sure, we'll just put this out, will we? <laughs> Copy my homework, but don't make it yeah. obvious. <laughs> um, you are correct, though. There's two videos, direct-to-video sequels were Return of Jafar yeah. and Aladdin, the King of Thieves. There you go. That is an incredible knowledge of Aladdin sequels, direct-to-DVD. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Big into Aladdin. <laughs> Weirdly, but you've never seen Lion King. Don't need to. No, you've seen too many La- Aladdins. <laughs> you didn't no have more time. room up there. You didn't have time to watch Lion King. Yeah. Return of Jafar. Had to keep rewinding that video. You're dead right. Um, videos, oh man. We're oh, old. I miss him so much. No. <laughs> Do you? I remember you'd be watching a video and then suddenly it would stop and you'd hear shredding noises. 
that was never a good sign. No, 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 that just meant it was rewinded. Oh, it's fine. Of course, I have Pokemon on video over there. Do we? I have Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Yeah, uh, it's like a two-episode special or three. Ooh, what do you have? I have Pokemon the first movie. Oh fuck, that's even better. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh shit. It, ha- it had a gold Mew card in it. No, Mewtwo. It had a gold Mewtwo card in it. No way. I've, it's it's lost in my old bedroom oh, somewhere. Me and you battle to the... Bu- Pokemon cards to the death? Pokemon cards to the death. Well, you Pokemon cards to the death. Do you have any Yu-Gi-Oh cards? I do, actually. I have them in this house somewhere. If we have a deck of Yu-Gi-Oh cards... We just play a game. Split it in half. <laughs> shuffle the deck. Throw it wide. Way. Oh, unreal. I didn't bring my own deck. That's grand. We can postpone. We can. Get, you can prepare. Get your strategy down. Pull out my fucking dueling thing on my arm. Your dual disc. I always wanted a dual disc. I, I knew a guy with a dual disc. Was he the coolest motherfucker? Oh, he was the absolute coolest man. Did he I get bullied? Like, oh, no. I wanted to hang out with him, but not for him. <laughs> for, purely for the disc. Give me the dual disc. All about that disc. <laughs> Um, we have more Disney news oh, if you're interested most news is Disney news these days they Let's do just have say a monopoly that. on the market so Disney are not only going to be doing Aladdin 2 but we have I know you're excited about this am I? what are the next words I'm going to say? Star Wars news no 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 it's something to do that's along the same lines of Aladdin uh, Lion King a live action, action reboot <laughs> Of Rapunzel. What? Yeah. No. Because <laughs> Tangled is class. That's already a reboot. Yeah. That's unreal. It's it's the best one you could do. Yes. I don't know who, how, why. Disney is developing a live action Rapunzel movie. They're just doing them all now. To go they? along with Bambi. To go oh. along with Lion King. To go along with Pinocchio. To go along with Aladdin. To go along, along with Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Why? It's not going to be as good as Tangled. No, it's not. Nothing will be as good as when Tangled. When did Tangled come out? 2010? 2011? Might have done. It's pretty good, though. It, it's, it, it's, it's one of my... Like, of the Disney retellings. Yes. It's my favourite, I think. It's got uh, Mandy Moore and uh, Zachary Levi? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah! Zachary, good job! Zachary Shazam himself! <laughs> Guess what, you... He plays a charismatic thief. <laughs> Wouldn't be like Zachary. What's his name? Uh, Jesus. Yeah, uh, no. uh, Eugene? What's his second name? I have no idea. Fitzherbert. <laughs> Eugene Fitzherbert. What's the name he picks for himself? Go, go, go on. Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider. Come on, man. Is that a cool name? I think it's cooler than Is- Eugene Fitzherbert. I don't think there's any names that are less cool than Eugene Fitzherbert. What about Connor Lawler? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh you oh, oh. I've been done. <laughs> there's no coming back. We can't recover from that. I'm deleting this audio file. <laughs> yeah. I cannot be roasted like this. I can't have this going out. <laughs> the, um, I'll be ruined. Tangled is actually a world in Kingdom Hearts 3 and you get to run around in it and play with all the Tangled characters. Serious? Yeah, it's unreal. I've never played Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, it's a, it's a big series oh right yeah Kingdom Hearts 3 is the 14th Kingdom Hearts game sorry <laughs> what I think it's 14th but it's up there no it's not is it, it? yeah because it, it goes Kingdom Hearts 1 yeah that would make sense you yeah. start off with 1 Kingdom Hearts this is a day for tangents by the way keep going Kingdom Hearts 1 Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories Kingdom Hearts Recoded if you know all fucking 14 I am <laughs> I'm gonna go mental Kingdom Hearts 2 mm. so 2 came 4th yeah 
Right. Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fine, yeah. There's more numbers, but it's just, it's not five. <laughs> yeah. Right. Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Kingdom Hearts Union Cross. Kingdom Hearts Union Key. Uh, this is this is the saddest, most impressive thing I've ever seen. <laughs> what else is there? He's counted on his fingers. He's up to eight. He's, he is up to eight. I'm trying to remember because I have the whole collection oh, over there. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, let's just say Kingdom Hearts 3. Why not? Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind. Kingdom Hearts 0.2, A Fragmentary Passage. Fast 9. Kingdom Hearts 2.8, Final Chapter Prologue. This time it's personal. And then there's, I think there's two others. Electric Boogaloo? Uh, probably Electric back Boogaloo. Back in the habit. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts back in the habit. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, Birth by Sleep as oh, well. Oh, Birth by Sleep. So there's 13. Yeah, because 13 plays a big part in all the Kingdom Hearts games. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad we covered them. <laughs> so they're all coming out for Xbox. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? You know these, um, these remakes? Yeah. Will they just look at Tangled and just remake that? For this live action remake. Or do you do like the traditional Rapunzel? Yeah. Do you go off the cool movie or are they going to back their own fucking shit That's the and thing. go off their own remake? Because the, the the good thing about Tangled is that Rapunzel has fucking agency and can do stuff yes. in it. What do you mean? She's not a damsel? You can't make a damsel nah, movie. Nah, man. Women. Because <laughs> Tangled is so, so good. All the characters are good. They all have something to do. They all play a role in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that... Like, remaking it in live action is just going to be a worse version of Tangled. Yeah, but I think that's what all of these movies are. Worse mo- versions of the movie that already came. Apart from Aladdin. No, that's <laughs> still... <laughs> Apart from Lion King. Sti- actually, that's terrible. <laughs> Lion King is just shot for shot. Yeah. Which I, I feel like they did that just to show they could. But Why? This is the question we always come back to with these. What is the Rapunzel idea here? Is it like even is, like, is this a copyright thing? But like even Lion King and Aladdin, they have name value. Yeah. Who the fuck is like other than T- Tangled isn't even called Rapunzel? First of all, yeah. It's so a story who thinks of. of who thinks of? I used to love Rapunzel. That old cartoon back in the day. Yeah. Was my favorite cartoon. Like it's not even that old. It still looks good today. No. But, like, is it a copyright thing that they need to do this or else it becomes public domain? I don't think... Like, Disney own everything. Who the fuck is going to take it from them? It's true. <laughs> just, yeah, just a little independent... Oh, no, Fox always oh, bought them. Oh, Grant, no worries. So then there's nobody going to be buying it. I don't know. The, um... Sony. Sony wants Sony, the last fucking bastion of independent filmmaking is Sony. Sony what? Spider-Man and Rapunzel. <laughs> It's same universe. They both swing on hair and things. Same universe. <laughs> swing on hair. Have you seen Spider-Man? Yeah. He uses webs. He uses hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so confident. I said that. No, no. He uses hair. He uses hair. Yeah. He, they both swing. I'm, I missed that scene well, now where he started using his own hair. Like, the, uh, see, Tangled is good because it's a cartoon, so you can do things like... Oh, he's climbing up her hair. It's hard to do that in live action. I, yeah. Like that's Actually, gonna, now that you've mentioned... That's going to be a rough-looking scene. Just thinking of the logistics of a grown man climbing a, a woman's hair. Just hmm. just commit to it. Do a scream of pain. <laughs> just. Ra- rate this movie PG-13, then right. you're allowed one fuck. Yeah, but she <laughs> has to say fuck in that exact scene. 
<laughs> what you do is you show him right and he, the hair falls out and he yeah. like looks at he's like the big tower he's like right I'm going to start climbing he yanks a little bit yeah nothing happens right yeah he starts climbing. I want a quick cut back up to her and her head slams against the fucking window as she gets dragged across. Dead. <laughs> Just, fuck! <laughs> Smash. Oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Because she doesn't understand how heavy he is. So she's like, oh yeah, climb up my hair. And she's like a few yards away. Yeah. If he yanks, she flies out that window. Absolutely. God. Like, if, also, fucking, if that hair is strong enough to support a grown man's weight, yeah. just cut it off and make it into a rope. No. That makes sense. No, fair enough. No, so. no. See? Tangled is better. Live action this. Live action everything. Oh, also they're making them Mulan PG-13. So Are it's they? the first uh, PG-13 live action remake Disney have done. Is that for just blood and violence, I, I think it's just because there's a lot of war. That's fair. I think the animated one was PG-13 as well. Probably should have been. Let's make a man out of... Let's stop, make, stop, stop. Make a fucking man <laughs> out of you. We get one fuck. We one fuck. I'll make a fucking man out of you, Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is actually something that um, <clears throat> is not probably as lighthearted as we normally tackle. Okay. But I felt like we had to discuss it for what we're going to discuss later on in the episode. Okay. Ben Affleck. Yeah, he has done an interview regarding his time on um, the Batman script and the Justice League and Batman vs Superman. And now everyone knows that he was probably going through a difficult time during all of that. Yeah, but he has basically come out saying why he exited Batman after Justice League, saying that Justice League was one of the worst sets he's ever worked on, and Fuck. that it basically drove him to just alcoholism. Now, at the same time, he was also going through a divorce and yeah. a lot of personal stuff. So I think everyone was like, well, why are you leaving? Must not be that. But I think uh, he, it was a case of, if he didn't leave, I think he was going to go spiral even more down. So he, for his yeah. own health, was like, I need to get out. Yeah, it's not worth this. Yes. That's, I think that's a good, like, props to him for, like, realising, oh, no, this is not good for me. Yeah. I'm going to get out of this. The um, Because it would be shitty to have work on that awful, awful set, have every day be miserable and then the movie comes out and it's panned as and, well and you even seen him during the Batman vs Superman press tour like yeah he, he was just, just checked out he was like, just done he just didn't care yeah because I think he was a really good Batman I do think so I just think he, he wasn't in a good movie or he wasn't written well he, he, I think he and also Ben Affleck is a good writer mm. or a good director and He's he both and he knew that it wa- probably wasn't cohesive enough yeah and I don't know whether like I would have liked to have seen his version of the character yeah but I think like even during that I think he would have had to go through multiple like I I call it script approvals but it's essentially explaining it to people in suits Mm. who don't who just care about money but what if we did this? Yeah, the kids like guns. <laughs> We've done a lot of research groups. Ben, 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 <laughs> have you heard of Fortnite? <laughs> We've been talking to Big Willie, and he loves Fortnite. He's, oh, he loves the bus. Be flying on a bus at the start. Be more like Big Willie, Ben. <laughs> so he actually, at the start, he said he got the trouble getting the script where he wanted it. Mm-hmm. Remember a bit? He was originally going to write the Batman script. Yeah, to be directed by Matt Reeves. No, to be it? directed by him. Oh, yeah, He yeah, was originally sorry. directing, starring, and writing in it. 
And we were excited. Very excited, because as we said, Ben Affleck, he has two Oscars now. One for Argo and one for Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. One for writing and one for directing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, he's clearly a talented person, and he was a very good Batman. Everyone could kind of, like, see his potential. Yeah. Now, and, like, there... I think potential is the thing there, because... Like, I wasn't mad on, like, the look of the Batman. But, like, build-wise... Mm. Like, that's a fucking... That's, that's a silhouette right there. That's the Dark Knight Rises... Or Dark Knight Returns yeah. silhouette. But I also think that in Batman vs. Superman... First of all, his first outing was in Batman vs. Superman. Yes. Uh, where he was in a mech suit that didn't look all that good. And he kept using guns, Sean. It just... A, it, yeah. Writing really let him down. There. Yeah. You, like, it let a good actor down. Um, so he, in his previous statement, as I said, he said that they had trouble getting the script where he wanted it. But now he's painted a very different picture, saying that the script was good, but the behind-the-scenes issues were too much. So he said, this is an exact quote, he says, I showed somebody the, the Batman script, and they said, I think the script is really good, but I also think you'll drink yourself to death if you go through what you just went through again, in regards to the ju- yeah. you just come off Justice League. Yeah, and like, I imagine... A lot of the set stuff would transfer over. Now, obviously, he's going to say that about his old script. They were like, oh, it was, they said it was really good. But but judging our previous experience, I'm sure it was an actually very good script. Yeah. But it's just a case of, I liked how his friend was like, this is unreal, but if you do this, you're going to die. Yeah. So, is it worth the trade-off? Is it worth it? That, and that's a friend who's really just worried about him. Yes. Like, it's not about... You know, it's not another actor vying for a role or anything. It's just, no, this is, you are talented, what you've done is good, but I want you to be okay. It's really, everything we've heard is just the Justice League shoot, all the reshoots, and all of the fact that they had 240 minutes of footage or whatever, they cut it down to 110 minutes of... All of the behind the scenes. Everything, just just like, it probably just sapped all of it, and he was already going through a shit time personally. Yeah. And then all of this just gets to him and he's just like, I need to step away from fucking Batman. Because it's like, it's all consuming. Exactly. And because of the way that comic book movies are like, you know, you hang your studio on those Mm. a lot of the time. It's like the pressure and just the eyes that are on you all the time. That's got to fucking affect you. Like even, even on the other side, right? Just Marvel. Like Chris Hemsworth now is like... He's back to being Chris Hemsworth. But Chris Hemsworth, after Tour of the Dark World came out, yeah. he's even told him like, he had no interest in playing Tour. Like, yeah, he, he just didn't thought he care. was kind of a boring character. He's a boring character. He had no. He couldn't connect with the character. Couldn't. He didn't interest them because the fans weren't interested. And he knew the script wasn't good. Yeah. And it wasn't until Ragnarok that he actually found his love for the character again. So can you imagine, he only did one bad one. And Chris Hemsworth is like a staple of the MCU. Yeah. And he's signed on for all these movies. And even he's like, I have no interest. Just, I don't care. Ben Affleck did two back-to-back, Batman vs. Superman and Justice League, where... He's not. He's even a good movie maker himself. He's like, we can do better than this. Yeah. Why are we putting this stuff out? But no one was listening to him. Yeah. Is the thing. Because I feel like there's a lot of... On all film sets this happens, but it's the... You have your job and no one else does your job. It's like, you're in charge of that. So I think everyone just saw him as he's just an actor. And he probably wasn't in the right frame of mind to try and help out at the time. Like, yeah. If you're going through personal issues... At that stage, you're just like, just go to work, do my job, I'll say my lines, go home. Yeah, he probably was just like, look, I'm signed on, I'll yeah. do it. It's, but, like, it's, 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 he checked himself into a rehab. Yes. After, yeah, like, 
he was well able to notice what was going wrong with him. You know, he wasn't in denial about it. No, which is good. Yeah, and he he asked for help. And so, like everyone said, "Wow, you walked away from Batman. Like, why are we doing? Why are we getting Matt Reeves? What's going on?" And everyone's yeah. kind of blaming Warner Brothers. And I think it is a Warner Brothers thing. But I just think we should like look at this. Go fair play to you, Ben Affleck. Like, yeah, fair. Like, step away if you need to. Exactly. No matter what it is, you know, like if your mental your mental health is more important than fucking Batman or <laughs> a, or a job. Like, None of this matters. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> Don't worry about anything. Yeah. We just spent five minutes talking about Power Rangers. Yeah, and yeah, and I listed a bunch of games. <laughs> but, I, like, I, fair play to Ben Affleck, and just for everyone, like, whether it's Hollywood or whether it's your fucking job that's making you miserable. Mm, indeed. Like, so. Uh, yeah, just do your best. So, in that, I wanted to get to that because... Um, to this the last week or I suppose was it this day last week it was around then it was we got our first reveal of the Robert Pattinson bat suit yes because we went we went from the old bat but what it could have been and then he stepped away and now we've got Matt Reeves in as director we've got Robert Pattinson nice did you hear someone said Robert Batten bat Robert Batten bat <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That doesn't work. That's a that's a weekly plan. Yeah, like. well, it was actually in a headline oh, go for an article. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's call this the Pat suit. The Pat the Pat suit. Um, so this is the reveal of that suit in this new world that Warblers are hopefully going to try and make. There's a lot to talk about here, Sean. There's a lot I, to talk about. I have notes. Where have I left my notes? Oh no! Here? Oh God! I have. Pull notes out. You've just pulled out a blank piece of paper and waved it in front of a microphone. when you know as much as I do, you don't need fucking notes. Are you sure, though? Yeah, I definitely do. Okay. Um, Where do you want to start with this? It's only like a 40-second clip. Yeah, and Matt Reeves put out a clip on Vimeo uh, of... It's like a camera panning up, but not far enough. Yes. uh, On a very red-tinted... Bat suit that looks very daredevil, but yeah. I think it's just the red tint. I think it is. People have like desaturated, and it looks class. Yeah, I like it. First of all, okay. What do you think? I really like it as well. Yeah, there are bits that I'm like, eh. okay, but we'll I get into that. Yeah, I think it, it, from what I've seen of it, I think it will look good in motion. Yes, which is often a problem with like the Batman '89 suit. Soon as he moves, like his shoulders are just locked sure, in place. He can turn. He can't turn his head. Yes, this one looks more like. You know, leather and flexible. So I have like a lot of different notes here. Um, first of all, Robert Pattinson looks good. Good jawline. We all knew he had a good jawline, but it's it's perfect for that job. Although at the same time, he'd be very recognisable as Batman. He would, all right, especially because he has that neck tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, Pattinson is in. He's lean, is what I would say. He is. He's a leaner Batman. And people were complaining about that. They were like, he's he's not muscly enough to be Batman. But this is Batman. It's a rumour to be year two. Yeah. Or just starting in year two. Yeah, so he's got a good footing. Yeah. But he's not qu- he's not full Batman. But yet. he looks like a guy that's been trained by the League of Assassins. Yeah, it looks like he's been eating enough to survive. And everything on his body is just muscle. He's just, mu- he's just ripped. Yeah. He's just ripped to shreds. There's no bulk at all. No. It's just... And the thing about that is, when Batman is young, the idea is that he's fast. He's faster than everyone. So he, like, dances yeah. with the criminals, or, like, he fights them. And as he gets older, he becomes Ben Affleck, because he's like, I need to get bigger so I can punch them one punch. And finish it. Fights over. And he needs to outthink them yeah. if that doesn't work. Whereas when he's younger, he's just, like, he's... 
just fuck it, let's go. Yeah, he can survive off of just being quick and quick and pretty fat. strong, yeah, agile. The um, now people have coloured this suit. Okay, I haven't uh, seen any of this. Okay, I'm going to show it to you because I think this looks fucking class. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so someone uh, you, you want to describe? They it took there? the red colour out and they gave him um, a blue co- cape. Yeah, with the blue collar and they made the emblem gold. Yeah, back gold and it's a grey suit. Which is the classic bat suit. Yeah, it looks. I would love it if it was that. That is actually gorgeous. And someone else that I found, they've given him. This is the length of ear I want. Oh no! <sighs> Long ear Batman. Long ear Batman. Long ear Batman. I think. I think we'll make it look less daredevil. Yes. First of all. <laughs> oh, actually, that's true. Yes. You know. But I think there's a happy middle ground, though. I like oh, give me you, a long ear Batman. You've always talked about long ear Batman. I don't know if I'm as into long ear Batman. It just reminds you of like I don't know bad cartoons or bad. I think I don't know where I see it. I'm a bad Batman cartoon. Actually, no, you're right. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Batman the animated series what? is pretty poor. What oh, you doing? <laughs> no, I'm not upset. talking like Terry McGinnis level ears. Okay. Uh, just like, but I, I actually think Terry McGinnis here is work on that suit. On that suit, yeah, yes. but not on. I don't want him on this suit. No, no. Just like a good, give me a good five or six inches. Okay, I'll be happy. Right. Look, <laughs> fair play. Yeah. I want you want the. Oh, you got me back. <laughs> <laughs> don't pout this fucking recording. <laughs> what do you think about the symbol? Okay, this so is the talking point. There's a lot to talk about in regards to the symbol. So it is said that it's made from the gun that killed his parents. Yes. It's broken down and he's molded it into the emblem. Now that is fairly badass dark Batman. It's pretty goth. Pretty, like, it's pretty serious. It's pretty emo. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do I feel... I don't, I don't know. Part of me feels like it's a bit... On the nose, a bit too far. Part of me likes it. Yeah, it's like, it's a weird thing because you look at it and you're like, that's kind of cool, but also it's very easy to take the piss out of, just like Jez, you're taking yourself very seriously. Yeah, it's a bit edgelord. Yeah, it's very edgelord, but I enjoy the idea that like, every time he looks at his symbol, like, why he does this is literally his symbol for why he does this. Fair, yeah. I, and like I would, he he's done it in the comics. He's done something similar. There's been something a along those few lines, panels yeah. circulating of him. He melted it down, and now there's a metal plate behind the bat symbol. Yeah. So like the gun is now used for protection. Yeah. Which I, I get in like in comics that makes sense because you can just assume oh it's always there. And but in a movie you need to see that it's there. Yeah, and the idea would be that the gun made him Batman. So the gun is the part symbol. of him. Yeah. Yeah, so the gun is literally makes up the symbol because the gun made him. Yeah, and that's what, like I'm just I'm conflicted on it. Okay. I think once the movie's going and I'm just watching it, I don't think it'll draw my attention too much. I don't think the suit is going to make a bad movie good. Yeah, there's no way this movie comes out and it's bad, and you go, yeah, but that fucking suit raised it up a few notches. Yeah, you couldn't be like, okay, that's a cool suit, but give me a good script. Exactly. Yeah, but the suit can look good. Like you can have cool. I don't know, Easter eggs in the suit. Yeah. For people who care. Exactly. People like, like us. us. <laughs> people like us who care. You can have long ears. No, no you can't. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think the gun, and it's also like, it looks kind of thrown together. 
It does, which is... What, it, I, what I wanted to mention was the collar. Yes. The collar and the shoulder plates look like they're separate from the chest plates. Yeah. That's very Arkham. It is. Very Arkham, and you would give... It would also give you a lot more movement. It would, because it's not one whole piece yeah. that you're just, like, fastened into. It's disconnected, and that is that is an Arkham suit, that he's disconnected. It's, the shoulders are padded, and the chest is padded, but they're not connected together, so you have full range of your shoulders when you're kicking or punching. Exactly, nothing's locked in. No. Which is, it, it is how a year two Batman would do it, because he's probably, he's upgrading different parts at different times. Yeah. He's... There's no Lucius Fox, I don't think. I don't think so. I think he's doing most of this himself. Yes. And I think a lot of it is probably just kind of bail batman like with tactical armour kind mm. of a deal. But it, I think it's heavily customised. Someone brightened it and apparently you can see like stitching on the back of the cowl. Right. So I think that back is like soup, like cloth or leather, something and, super movable. And do you think that by the end of this movie he'll probably just get another upgrade? I... Hmm... It's an interesting one. Because I think this movie will start and he'll be in that suit. But then a villain will come along who can somehow exploit that suit. Maybe, it's possible. And he has to change it. I can see this being... I can see him getting rid of the gun crest. Okay. uh, At the end, because he doesn't need to focus on, you know, anger anymore. Well, that's literally, normally, in the first few years, what's driving him. Now, he's still a maniac later on. Yeah. But he's fueled by just hate. Yeah, we talked about this in our Patreon thing for yeah. Batman Begins. That, like, he says, my hatred outweighs my guilt. Yeah. He just, he wants to just, like, destroy every single criminal. Yeah. he wants to punch them until they all just stop getting up. Yeah. But I think he, I think in this movie he might learn to get past that and maybe just have a symbol. Like a- he, Yeah, he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it to make the city better for everyone else. Yeah. Because at the minute, Batman in the yearly years is all inward. It's like, i got to do this to make myself feel better. I'm yeah. going to keep punching until I, I feel better. And then then, he realises at some point that that's not working. And yeah, he realises that he's actually better when he does it to help other people. Yeah. Instead of... Because like, at that stage, even in year one or year two, like he's young, but he literally plays with the criminals. Cause he, he's like um, Andrew Garfield when he first starts being Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, he's just doing it for revenge. Yeah, to, it's for a selfish reason yeah. at the end of the day. Um, so yeah I have the chest plate and I I mean I think it's very Arkham just in how it's shaped and that's pretty great because Ar- the Arkham games are perfectly and they've adapted so many things well in a believable way look, look up the Arkham suit yeah, just in regards to this that's what I was suit. literally just about yeah. to do and just compare it a bit yeah um, uh, Arkham games suit and the Arkham games suit as well the motion on it is really good Yes. Like, I know it's a game and you can generate all that, but it's also a game, so it has to look and feel kind of real. Do you yeah. like the, the cape in the Arkham games? I do like that the cape. Can kinda this is such a good fuck. Also, <laughs> long ears in the Arkham games. Let's see. Look at that. Oh, they are, actually. Yeah. That's such a good Batman design. Isn't it? <laughs> I love it so much. It's got the utility belt and it doesn't look weird. No. Um, I do like the cape in this one. I like that it comes over... The shoulders and fastens on the collarbone. It's like a collar thing that he has. That would actually help with his head movement as well. It's not all one yeah. thing. So he's like, it's constantly about movement. Yeah, I saw people online saying it's very Gotham by Gaslight. Yes. Kind of a thing. Which, 
I Gotham by Gaslight, it's set in the past. Yeah. And so the technology isn't the same as what it is now, which fits, again, with a younger Bruce Wayne, mm. who doesn't have all these things available to him. And But also, it not only goes with that, but it also brings up the point that he's all about agility and movement. He's all about assassin. League of Assassins yeah. gets in, gets out, moves, your head is on a swivel. Where is everything? Exactly, yeah. And I don't know, this just feels like... It feels like a suit built for purpose. Which is what it should be in your first year. Yeah, it's not like... The Ben Affleck suit is very refined almost like it's the bare minimum of what he needs yeah and like but that's because he's so he's so like into that job yeah he's done it for years and years and years and isn't it like a kevlar weave kind of a thing yeah um and the music actually the music reminded me of like like a star wars darth vader kind of job like thing where it was just like a bit sinister yeah yeah i really liked it i also thought that that it was like First of all, I, I re-listened to the music. Because as you say, if you don't notice the music, then it's doing its job. Yeah. But listening to it, it is, it's ominous nearly. Yeah, because he's coming. He's, yeah, he's, he's coming. He's coming. The, um, uh, what are you looking up now? Sorry, I'm looking at full length. Like People have done kind of down to about the waist. Just it, like ideas of what it could look like. They have a shorter spike. Shorter spike on it, yeah. yeah. But... I do think that... Do you think an all-black suit, or do you want a bit of colour? I like that colour one that I showed you earlier. Mm, Grey with uh, very navy blue. Yeah, even, like, it's gone... Like, the Arkham is grey and black. Yes. I think grey... Grey rather than pure black. The Bale suit is very black all the time. He spray paints it black on purpose. Yeah. Which would make sense, but I think grey is, like, classic Batman. It's animated series. It's, um... Arkham games. It's Arkham games. It's like everything that I would consider my version of like that's Batman yeah. is normally always grey. Even though the Nolan movies just did all full black. But I just think like as I said, the animated movie did the yellow emblem on it. I don't know if I like the yellow emblem as the as, yellow and black. Or, yeah, yellow and yeah. black. I think have the black emblem but just like a grey outfit. Yeah. I think that's the way to go with it. Um That is also Dark Day Returns. He he has the the large oh, yeah, black yeah, yeah. symbol on his grey suit. Yeah, the um and like if it is the gun for, that his parents were killed with, it's likely that that will be either black or kind of a silvery grey. And it was white, <laughs> Just, pure white gun. <laughs> no luminous oh, lights up in the dark. Oh, he had the one pink gun in Gotham. <laughs> oh, we're fucked. They're not gonna know where I am, but I'm in the shadows, Alfred. It's just a target now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I mean, I really like that suit. It's pretty good. Yeah, I quite like it. I'm interested to see it, as I said, in movement. And I'm I'm still not sure how I feel about the gun thing. But look, that's the way it is. I think I think it's fine. It's, it's, it I is yeah. Edgelord. It's it Edgelord is. and it's a bit serious. But I think you can, you can make anything work. That's it. If you write that cleverly, Grant. Yeah, and someone takes the piss out of him. Yeah. Or Catwoman. Zoe Kravitz. Oh yeah, it's just like he's just like what the oh, fuck? Like, why do you have a gun on your chest? He's like, my parents died from this gun. Yeah, that's pretty dark, man. That's, I'm interested that, for the Batman that's, voice. That's pretty dark. Did you hear other Batman theories? No. Uh, someone once at the very end after the credits, it's a shot through Arkham and Willem Dafoe plays the Joker. <laughs> he's already played the Green Goblin, which was just a joke. <laughs> yeah, just give give him clown makeup. Wouldn't it be class? <laughs> 
I don't want to see another Joker. You, yeah, <laughs> no more true. Jokers. There's other villains to do. There has to be one. <laughs> At least one. There's like or six. Four. There's six in this. Is there six? Wait, there was five. Hang on. Is Catwoman a villain or a? Uh, she's kind of an anti-hero kind of right. thing. I think she'll start as a villain. You got Catwoman, Riddler, Penguin, Penguin, uh, Bane, Bane. Um, who the fuck else did we cover? I thought it was four. There was I'd... four or five. I know we were. There was rumours of a lot of them. Yes. So maybe just the rumours weren't true? No, I think it, it's still implied that he's going to be have like... He's going to have like the long Christmas. or the, Like he's going to... He's going to run through a gauntlet of them. Yeah. During his night. And then Bane breaks his back. Bane, I'm hopefully breaks his back. And then we get Azrael Imagine that was in. the end. Imagine that was it. The end was just Robert Pattinson being picked up and broken over a guy's knee. Also, don't kill the villains. Don't, oh, Batman don't, can't kill anybody. Yeah, but don't have them fucking explode off a bridge or whatever. No, have them all explode off a bridge. <laughs> Great. Cassandra Cain can slip a good... <laughs> She's just coming around with them. Come along, Cassie. Ooh. But you know what I mean? Like, leave him in Arkham and just pull him out whenever you need him. Yeah. Because that's the beauty of Batman, is that the villains that you love and know are always there. Clayface. Bring Clayface Give in. us Clayface. Um, yeah. Okay, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. What a week. What a week. What a Monday. Do you remember that time we started with Independence Day 3? Jesus, that really talked, set the tone, didn't it? And then talked Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> you, sorry, sorry, say again. Yu-Gi-Oh! I-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I remember that being, like... Teach, the funniest te- thing you could have said. Yeah, teachers just being confused as fuck with that. <laughs> Do you have your Yu-Gi-Oh! cards? I-Gi-Oh! Did you, I had Yu-Gi-Oh! cards wrapped in, like, an elastic. Mm. But there was too many of them. Yeah, because you were too much the of a cool... Society. You were a cool guy. I was dual-wielding dual discs. <laughs> How are you pulling cards? <laughs> You've got no arms left. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, I think that's it yeah you want to take us out Sean yeah first of all big thanks to all our patrons uh, Alexander Williams Kira Lawler Ed Ball Joe Burney Ray Ging Roisin Halley and Ryan Evanson those guys support us over at patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast and, and we, they got the Batman Begins episode they got the Batman Begins special mm. Lazarus Pit episode our Patreon exclusive Lazarus Pit or what do we call it Connor a uh, pelp pelp Lazarus Pit Lazarus pelp <laughs> 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 the um, so if you want to support the show head on over there or you, the best way you can support the show is by telling one human being that we exist just the one uh, we're on all the social medias Facebook Here's for Hire Podcast Instagram Here's for Hire Podcast Twitter at Here's for Hire Pod the four is the number four it is and Here's for Hire underscore at Outlook.com is our email if you want to contact us there it's in any the way yeah let us know what you think about the bat suit as well because yeah. I I need people to help me make up my mind if we like it or dislike I think I, I really like it yeah, I, I'm going to come down on the side if I like it and okay. I'm excited to see it yeah but you just be mild stay on I, that fence boy yeah I'll be tap you someone push me off a fence <laughs> either direction oh I'll fucking push you off now there's a cliff on one side and an open top truck of pillows on the other, so choose carefully. But we don't know which side is which. No, my eyes are closed. Your eyes are closed. <laughs> Why are my eyes closed? Because you can't, you can't see, you can't, can't watch see. what happens. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Mead. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.